I'm Jen Schrader, and this is Behind the Springs, conversations with the people working for you in Colorado Springs, Olympic City, USA. Hello, everyone. We know that Colorado Springs is one of the most desirable places to live in America, and I just like saying that. And if you've lived here or you've visited, you absolutely know why. Our city's been recognized as business-friendly, one of the best bike cities, the number one large city for veterans to call home, and overall just best places to live. The list goes on and on. And with all that buzz and all that growth, definitely comes some challenges. So one of those is finding affordable housing. It can be especially difficult for individuals and families exiting homelessness, low-income seniors, veterans, working families, renters, Today, we're discussing that topic with two guests. I have Andy Phelps here, and he is the Homelessness Prevention and Response Coordinator for the city. Andy, thanks for being with us. Yeah, happy to be here. And I also have Quinn Williams. He is a local resident and a Navy veteran. Thank Thank you. Happy to be here. Thank you so much, Quinn. Um, So I'm going to start, ask you both a couple questions um, and want to know about your experiences and contributions. And Andy, first... Tell us a little bit about your role for the city, what you do, and we're talking a lot today about the Pikes Peak Veteran Housing Fund, so tell us how that fits in. Sure, yeah. So my title with the city is Homelessness Response Coordinator, and I've got a few different roles at the city. So one of the things that keeps me busy is that I answer all the complaints that come to the city around homelessness. So if someone complains to the city council or the mayor's office, all of those complaints come to me. So I spend quite a bit of time interacting with the public around the issue of homelessness, and not just around complaints, but people often call in just asking for assistance. So I I spend quite a bit of time trying to get people connected to services. Another part of my job is I keep elected officials informed on the issue of homelessness, but my favorite part of my job is that I get to help lead the city's strategy and how we respond to homelessness. And so one of the things that came out of that is the Pikes Peak Veteran Housing Fund. Uh, this, this fund came out of the Homelessness Initiative, the plan that I helped write for the city back in 2019. And the Pikes Peak Veteran Housing Fund is pretty straightforward. It exists to help homeless veterans get off the street and into housing. It's all private donations. I did a fundraiser with the mayor back in 2020, right before the pandemic uh, kicked off. Um, Got it in there just under yeah, the wire? Yeah, That's good. We, we raised $100,000 for the fund. And the money in this fund can be used for anything from paying a security deposit, paying off back uh, utility arrears or debts. Uh, We can even fix people's cars to help them get back home to their family, all with the goal of helping veterans get off the streets and into housing. And I'm happy to say that uh, since we've implemented this fund, we've housed over 25 veterans and their family members. So it's it's definitely having an impact. Oh, that's awesome. And... um Quinn, thank you for your service in the Navy and thank for you. your time here today. And tell us what your your personal journey was like working to secure housing for yourself and your family. Well, I, I lived in Colorado Springs prior to being homeless. And uh, I left and uh, worked in uh, New Orleans for the city, a water board for 15 years. And in uh, 2018, March, uh, I wound up having a massive heart attack and lost everything. So one thing I knew about Colorado Springs is how they dealt with the veterans and the military. So I decided to move back here. When I moved back here, I secured a, a house and everything, but I wound up having another heart attack. Oh, and, my goodness. After you moved. After okay. I moved and, like, everything went to pieces. I, I wound up becoming homeless. My family had to move back to New Orleans. My daughter had to go live with her mother. And she had been to me prior to that 13 years. I had her since she was two months. But it was just, I, I knew that Colorado Springs 
really did help their veterans. So I wind up uh, just swallowing my pride and taking uh, the, getting the information, going out, finding out the information of different programs. And uh, the Salvation Army GPD program was one that took me in and gave me like a format of, of what I needed to do. Uh, and I just swallowed the pill. I took the pill, took the medication that mm -hmm. they would give it out. And that's, that was it. You know, it was a journey, but it was just being uh, mostly pride, I think, just based on your pride, being able to accept help. And you now have a home for yes, yourself and, a, and an extent. Tell us about your bedroom home. <laughs> right. I was going to say, tell us about your it's not just you and your daughter anymore. No, I wind up. Uh, well, through the program, uh, you know, they had a lot of homeless vets in there. And was, some of them seemed like to talk about debt. They just weren't the place to go and lay down and be. Well, me, I chose life. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to get married. I wanted to have kids. I wanted, I wanted to have the, the life experience, come back being a productive citizen. I wanted to give back. So I wound up uh, getting married uh, last year in November. Um, my wife is expecting now. Oh, that's and great. She had four kids prior. So I got a big family. And I'm from a big family. So <laughs> That's great. Yeah, so it's a, it's a fresh start for me. Feels good. It feels great. The regular problems, I'm loving them. That's one, right? <laughs> you can handle that. Yeah, I'm loving my everyday problems. That's yeah. wonderful. That's yeah. wonderful. So, it it leads me to the question, Andy, of like, what is the city's role in all this when he's talking about these different resources, um, and you know, what are some of our goals and planned action on the issues of homelessness? You talked about yeah. your initiative, so that's right. a big part of it. Oh boy, I could talk for, I'm, I'm going to try to keep this short. So uh, I would say that the city's role in regards to homelessness is a convener, number one. We, we bring stakeholders together to work together to find solutions. We're also a promoter of evidence-based practice. You know, we want to make sure that what's uh, initiatives or programs in our community that are being employed are, are evidence-based. We That's one of the roles at the city. Um, but I, I'm really proud of the work that we were able to get done through the Homelessness Initiative. A lot of programs came out of that initiative, like the Pikes Peak Veteran Housing Fund. And I think, you know, the role that the Pikes Peak Veteran Housing Fund played in Quinn's story is it was kind of the the final piece, you know. You know, the Salvation Army was helping Quinn through the GPD program. Yes. But the Pikes Peak Veteran Housing Fund was like that that final piece yeah. that would that paid. I don't know what it paid for, and it's probably not important, but it it, it opened the door to housing for Quinn. And so I think that Pikes and Peak And sometimes Veteran, that's yeah. what's missing, right, is that final right. piece. That, right. that final piece. And so I am so proud of the Pikes Peak Veteran Housing Fund, and I would be amiss not to mention that it wasn't just me or the city working on it. I Again, the city, we're a convener of stakeholders, I worked with many different stakeholders in our community to develop that fund. And it, it wouldn't have been possible without working together with our entire uh, continuum of care. Uh, also would like to mention that out of the initiative, other programs came out of it like Work COS, the Homeless Work Program, where the city's now hiring homeless individuals to do cleanups through our public works department. Uh, we have a homeless outreach court program, which aims to connect people through municipal court to services at our, our homeless service providers. And so that's yeah. like they show up for a court appearance and it's more than just your typical court appearance. Right. It's let's see what kind of resources we can get you connected with. Right. So that this isn't yeah. all we do. This right. isn't our only contact with you. Yeah, it's yeah. clear that tickets alone are not going to end homelessness. Right. 
uh, we got to speaking we, of evidence-based yeah, right. we have to get people connected to services and so the homeless outreach court program um, opens that figurative doorway to services wider basically so when they go to court for a homelessness related offense they're now given an option to to meet with a case manager at a nonprofit um, but I, out of all of them the Pikes Peak Veteran Housing Fund is probably the one I'm the most proud of I'm very passionate about helping homeless veterans in our community and out of all the the subgroups if you will of our homeless population, that's the, the, the subgroup that we're closest with ending homelessness. Uh, we're really close to ending veteran homelessness in our community, and I, I truly believe that the Pikes Peak Veteran Housing Fund is a really important uh, final piece in that. Okay, that's awesome news. And Quinn, talk to me a little bit about if you could offer advice to other people going through the same, same or similar situation that you've been through. You know, what would you say to them in terms of um, what's been most frustrating? What's been most helpful? What What's your advice? Well, well, the first part, let me just iterate a little on Andy. Like, it's kind of downplayed, but it actually saved my life, that program, because it's just the information of knowing there's help out there. Mm-hmm. A lot of the vets, we don't have the information. We don't have the avenues, or we don't have the connections or the places to go. And a lot of time, you you can't get that information. It's it's not on a website like that. You don't have access to a website, and you don't know where to look for it. So it's programs like that. Once once one vet knows, then another vet knows. It's like sharing the information. So it's it's a big help. It's saving lives. It's building families. It's doing a lot, a lot for people out there, especially veterans. So I'm appreciative of it. And. For any vet that's out there, just you got to take the medicine. You make your mind up, swallow your pride, and and uh, just stick to the program. Set you some small goals, and uh, this program will help you reach those goals and make you want to get up in the morning, make you want to finish whatever you started. You and know, that is the like tough the part you said is swallowing yeah, the pride. Yeah, that's the hardest part. That's the hardest because is accepting the help. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of us, uh, we have that uh, manly military uh, attitude, so. We, it's, it's hard to help unless you uh, connect with somebody as like a partnership. And these, this program and, and the people that's part of it, they're really there to help you. They really have to, they push you if you need to push. They pick you up if you fall. It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot. But it's, a, it's very, very helpful. And I'm a living proof. It's worthwhile, right? Yeah, it's worth putting that. in the work. Yeah, there's a, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> yeah, and you feel like some other folks around, or, or word is getting around. I yeah, guess. yeah, and, it's, and that's the best way to spread it through vets. You know, mm-hmm. once somebody, like my story, once another vet hear my story, then I can tell it, I can tell my story to another vet, and we could have that conversation. Help and somebody it, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, okay. So, um Andy, we're focusing on Quinn's story. We're focusing on these topics because April's Fair Housing Month, second week in April's Community Development Week, and both are times that we kind of spotlight um, some of the obstacles that people are facing, the potential solutions. So how can people find out more um, about this and how can people get connected to resources, number right. one, and then also, you know, how can the community help? What, No matter what our listeners, what position they're right. in, um, what what is what is the action? What's the call to action if there is one? Okay, yeah. So to find out more about the Pikes Peak Veteran Housing Fund or uh, any of the wonderful programs that came out of the initiative at the city, I would encourage people to go to helpcos.org. That's uh, our website at the city around the issue of homelessness. And on that website, you can 
uh, learn more about all the amazing programs in our community, like the Pikes Peak Veteran Housing Fund, and you can also learn how you can donate directly to the Pikes Peak Veteran Housing Fund through this website. And I, I would encourage listeners to do that. I'm a true believer in this program. Like Quinn said, it does change lives, and it, it helps our community in a, a tangible way. And uh, I would like to interrupt and just say that it would also give you the base knowledge. I think there's a lot of people out there that talk a lot about homelessness and affordable right. housing and have a lot to say about it, but don't necessarily have a great deal of background information and education on it. So I would encourage people to get that information, or they 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 want to help, but they don't know how to help, and and it's all in that place, you know, that, that right. can really show you um, if you want to spend some money on that, where your money would go, how it would be used, um, and then also what the city is truly doing or not doing. There's a lot of opinions out there, I guess. Right. And we and want it, people to be yeah. educated. It's a Homelessness is a complicated issue, but is. you can find out a lot more about it at helpcos.org. And again, uh, you can donate to the Pikes Peak Veteran Housing Fund on that website. Um, if you're also, if you're someone in need, you can call 211 in our community to learn more. And if you are a, a veteran uh, s struggling with homelessness in our community, or you know a veteran that is currently homeless, I would encourage you to contact Rocky Mountain Human Services Homes for All Veterans at 323-2600. And also you can see them in person at 17 South Weber downtown. Uh, they're, they're the main administrator of the Pikes Peak Veteran Housing Fund. And I used to work there, so I'm biased, um, but amazing case managers work at Homes for All Veterans. And I would encourage you to seek services there if you need them. Okay. And so at this point, you've been with the city for how long, Andy? Five years. So at this point, are you feeling obviously some optimism and some accomplishment yeah. in you know, where we are and what, what are your, I guess, what are your challenges and, and things that you're excited about moving forward? Right. I mean, obviously there's always more, more work to, do. to yeah. be done. Um, but I think it's important to also acknowledge what we've gotten done in our community and we've gotten done a lot in our, uh, we have cities across the country calling Colorado Springs to learn more about what we're doing in regards to fighting homelessness because we are ahead of the curve there. Um, we've made a lot of progress um, with adding uh, an, an amount of low barrier shelter beds that, that we needed. So we have enough shelter beds now in our community. That's more than most communities our size can say. Uh, a lot of these programs out of the initiative are definitely uh, successful and something to be proud of. And I think moving forward, what the next step is, in my opinion, is just to continue focusing on developing more affordable housing in our community, and specifically uh, a type of affordable housing called permanent supportive housing, uh, which is a type of housing uh, catered for the chronically homeless individuals, and really an evidence-based practice in ending uh, chronic homelessness. So we have, one, we have a permanent supportive housing uh, program already called Freedom Springs, and that's actually for formerly homeless uh, veterans in our community. And we've got more permanent supportive housing coming online right now. And I just want to brag just for a second on my boss at the city, Steve Posey. I work for a, what's called the Community Development Division. The entire division at the city is working uh, day in and day out on getting more affordable housing in our community. The mayor made uh, a pledge at one of the his states of the city on developing a thousand units of affordable housing per year in our community. And we've blown past that. We've surpassed a thousand units per year uh, since he made that pledge. And so I think that's also something to be proud of. Um, but definitely more work to be done 
more affordable housing is, is needed. It's important to celebrate the success also. Yeah. Right. So that's really exciting. And, and I think like you said, Quinn, I, one of the goals is just, we want to be a place like you felt we were that would welcome veterans and be supportive of them. Right. I mean, that was important in your journey. Oh uh, yes. And I think, you know, we want to continue to be that safe place for people where not only can you come, but then you can make progress, yeah. you know, and, and we hope you're here to stay. Yeah, I am. I, am. Here? I, I mean, can you, can we get a commitment from yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm trying to, I think one of the things is just getting new information mm-hmm. and, and finding out the actual problems, like a lot of the problems, most people think homelessness is due to drugs or something like that, but most people been there a while before they even turn into doing drugs and they don't have the answers, they don't have a way out. So that's their way out, drugs and drinking and different stuff. So, But if you could catch them and get the information, I, and I think if we start going out, searching through this, through these peoples in these shelters to find out the vets and who's the people that need it and maybe like a, have a station or something, I don't know what it is, but that would help just to have initial contact mm-hmm. with them, you know what right. I mean? Instead of waiting on them to come to us or come to you for it, sometimes you got to go out and, that was the key for you yeah, just that, finding yeah, out that was the key once you knew once i knew yeah once i knew there was a way out and there was mm-hmm. programs like mr andonim was part of and it was it was easy peasy then you know <laughs> it's nice to hear your story yeah, yeah i'm glad you're on the on the great track yeah don't get me wrong family's... i ain't there i got problems i got everyday problems yes. but i enjoy them <laughs> yeah you're enjoying those everyday problems yeah. right yeah, and you've yeah. got a new baby coming got when baby. C- pretty uh, soon in august okay be this, my daughter's in august so okay in august sometime that's exciting congratulations yeah, yeah. thanks for being with us and for sharing your personal Thank story you for having me i know that's not easy and i appreciate it and we really appreciate all you've done for the city andy uh, and your whole team, just awesome stuff. And I think, um, you know, if people have time to go to helpcos.org and find out some more information, I think it'll really help you feel educated, empowered, um, excited about things to come. And uh, we're always open to the ideas of the community and if anyone has input. So these are really important conversations. So thank you for participating in this one. We are glad you're listening and we encourage you to rate this podcast if you have the time, subscribe so you'll know when we have new episodes. And we just really appreciate your time. Have a great day.